Kia ora and welcome to the Female Career Podcast. My name is Anna Johnston and our podcast shares the twists and turns of the career journeys of a wide range of women of Aotearoa. We hope that by listening to these stories that you'll feel inspired in your own career. Now today's episode is one of a special five-part mini-series that we're really proud to have developed in collaboration with Te Taurapa Tūhono, New Zealand Trade and Enterprise. NZTE helps grow Kiwi companies internationally, bigger, better and faster, for the good of Aotearoa and the world. Each of these five podcast episodes brings you an inspiring story of women who've taken their Kiwi companies to the global stage. A big thank you to NZTE for their support to bring these stories to life. And if you'd like to find out more about NZTE and how they might help you grow your business, search online for NZTE Women in Export. We really hope you enjoy listening. And if you'd be interested in any leadership or career coaching to support your own career journey, drop us a line, hello at thefemalecareer.com. I'm really looking forward to speaking today with Tara Tan. Tara is the founder and CEO of Grin, a New Zealand natural oral care brand. Tara founded the company eight years ago after completing her master's in commerce at the University of Auckland. She had some concerns about the oral care products that she was using with her own daughter and felt that she could create a safer and more environmentally friendly option that would appeal to parents. And in the past eight years, she's grown the brand and range significantly and now exports Grin products all around the world. Kia ora Tara and thank you very much for joining me. Hi, hi Anna, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you, really well. Tara, tell me a little bit more about Grin Natural, about your business. I think I'm probably a very special case here because after I, I graduated from the University of Auckland on my master's, I actually had probably half of a year thinking, what should I do? Because I realized I don't want to work in the finance field. I, I did my MCOM master's in, at University of Auckland. And then I... I'm lucky that, you know, me and my partner, Leo, we also just got married. When we expected our baby, we were like, because we are unable to find toothpaste that we feel that was effective, yet free from nasties such as artificial flavors, sweeteners, parabens, those kind of things. So we decided that we wanted to set up a business and trying to make one. And when we started, our goal was to create the best toothpaste that not only we would be proud to use, but for other moms, for families and our next generations would love too. We have paste, we have other, you know, eco-friendly options like oral care essentials, like toothbrushes, flossers and, and tongue cleaners, this type of, um, yeah, product. And as a mom, you, you find yourself not only thinking about your own child, but also you want to look after everyone as well as the planet. We, we wish the, gr- the brand can grow to be a community where everybody within this community can generally support each other, enjoy their daily routine, of course, enjoy their brushing. In the meantime, they can support each other and support the community and looking after the planet. So it is our, I think, sixth year, sixth year in the business. We're turning to seven years, the end of the year for our business. And we are now operating in four key markets, including New Zealand, Australia, United States, and China. And yeah, the business is, is growing and, and, and continues to grow. Wonderful. And how did you decide that you were going to start to look for growth beyond just New Zealand? We're lucky that we were living in the modern environment where we can easily get information from, you know, how the Chinese customer behave, how the US customers behave, how I'm able to best provide solutions to, to customers all around the world. So 
from year three, we were like, why not we take our brand to China, where uh, my mother country is, and started to really test whether the Chinese customers would appreciate the the mission of the brand and and appreciate the value the brand is trying to create. And then we, of course, we had challenges, but also in the meantime, I think we are we work so hard to learn from the market and also to trying to understand about how consumers are thinking there. And yeah, we started to see things are working. I mean, all those lessons are really you know meaningful lessons. And after、um, we had some really great success in in China,、um, probably in our. Year five in the business, then we were like,、um, we should look for the next one, which is Australia, and then U.S. So now we have three kind of、um, focused export markets for a lot of us now. Yeah, fantastic. And China, obviously, an enormous market, but I can imagine also not the easiest market to get into or to、um, create、uh, business success in. What worked really well for you? Equally, what did you learn from that experience? <laughs>、uh, well, a lot. I have a lot of lessons, and I really, really appreciate that those ones. Even though. <clears throat> I feel grateful,、um, or I, I, I said、uh, I feel you know I feel lucky that I can have those lessons. But every time when you're going through those challenges, it's hard. It's so challenging. I think one of the biggest lessons I learned、um, in early years is if you think you want to do it, like you have to keep doing it until you make it happen, and don't just stop halfway. When you know, I mean, along the journey, and you think, oh, you're tired, you are exhausted, and you've tried a hundred times. You have to, you probably have to try two hundred times before you see the results. So, I think, especially in China, we are competing with the multinationals and local brands. They're doing super great job here. But if you, for example, if you believe you wanted to enter into a partnership with a good influencers, for example, you have to keep trying. You have to keep. Knocking the door and find ways to to have to cut through, and taking feedbacks every time and trying to learn from it and be trying to be better next time. I guess after I gone through those exercise, I feel a lot more confidence in myself. Even though I have been going through challenges all the time, I still feel that empowered me and that made me stronger. Mm. And I'm really interested, as you said. You know, you try a hundred times; it doesn't work. Maybe you've got to keep trying some more. I mean, that's some amazing kind of determination and persistence and resilience that you've got there. What helps you to kind of keep going, keep pushing? I think Bryn has achieved some milestones, but it's definitely、um, because of the team, because of a lot of people has been trying to help along the way. Here, I do really want to mention my mentor, Miss Gao, who really taught me some valuable lessons along the journey and get me to think beyond the box and get me to understand. Growing a business that actually means that you you need to start to care about people around you. You need to care about the community so that the business can create value. Therefore, it's gonna be a great business, not just because you want to do a good business and then you're gonna have a good business. Another party I want to mention is definitely NZTE, New Zealand Trade Enterprise. New Zealand Trade Enterprise really. Invested into our Kiwi export business a lot. I remember early years in our business, 
though we were very small, I mean, we're still very small, but compared to three, four years ago, we were small, had had nothing overseas, had nothing happening overseas, but they choose to trust us. They really guide us through even how we can talk to distributors. They facilitate a lot of events and, and online learning sessions for us. And that's definitely help you to uplift your, your mindset and your vision a lot. So really, really appreciate it. And one last part is I, will, I do really want to mention is I think as a Kiwi exporter, we know Kiwi is very collaborative. We support each other very well. We, in China, for example, we always catch up, always have like seminars together, exchange ideas, trying to coordinate resources together. I mean, that's that's great. And, and I think for Kiwi exporters, we should be part of it. And we should really, you know, thinking we are one group and, and we should drive things together. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great experience too. That's great to hear the support you've had from different places. As you said, your mentor, who's been a real sort of personal inspiration for you, you know, more structural support from NZTE, but also, as you said, that community around you, people who are maybe going through similar struggles or challenges and you're learning and supporting from each other. And that's great to hear from a Kiwi perspective that you, you know, coming together overseas as well. Fantastic. Tara, I'm sure not everything has gone smoothly on your export journey. Are there any particular you know, challenges that you've faced in that journey or any lessons that you've learned, things you might do differently uh, in terms of exporting? Yeah, I do. I feel, for example, if I can have another chance right, to reset, I probably would choose to be in China earlier. Uh, go to China earlier, like when we st- when we have the idea to start our Chinese business division, because I you feel like I'm I'm born Chinese and I have lived there for 18 years before I come to New Zealand, and you feel you know everybody, you know the consumers, you know the language, you know the culture, but in reality you know nothing. So I think doing a great export business actually means dedication, and that actually means like 200% efforts go into that market. So what I'm saying is that I always, you know, when I had conversation with other Kiwi exporters and we were talking about, oh, they were like, oh, Tara, you guys doing a great job in China. How do you guys do that? I'm like, there's no way you can just stay in your backyard and trying to manage your distributors or trying to manage probably a, a team or, or, or one person uh, actually working there in China for you. You have to be there. You have to really again, try so hard and so much determination and keep trying and, and, and you will see the results eventually. Excellent to be to go all in if you're going to go for it. Um, and I think there is probably something about also, and I know it's not been easy in recent years with COVID times, but it must help enormously to actually be in the market yes. as well, to be able to go and visit people, see firsthand, whether it's speak to consumers or speak to distributors, um, must help enormously too. What do you, if you're thinking about your work today, you know, what do you really love about it? I think we're trying to helping, you know, the next generation, and of course, helping young families trying to work this world better, and and that really motivates me, and that really excites me, and that really made me feel that the challenges are just challenges, right? But what you do here is really is meaningful, is is appreciated. 
and yeah, that's I think that's what make me enjoy most of my work. And also, I think at the later stage of the business, you sort of getting used to know. Your work is always about solving the problem. Your work is always there about, you know, going through the challenges because you're an entrepreneur. Basically,、um, the hardest problems will be filtered to you to solve. So, you kind of train yourself. I mean, I kind of train myself going through those、um, hard ones. And、um, every time when I overcome those hard ones, I feel rewarding too. And I. I always share those lessons. I see that inspire people too, and that's that's also made me feel, you know, I'm doing something great for not only myself but also the team. Mm. And so we talked a bit beforehand, didn't we, Tara? And we、yep. shared our kids and our ages. And I've got three kids myself, so I can definitely、um, uh, relate to the bathroom battles part around、uh, teeth brushing, definitely. But I, what was a, such a nice insight there that you made is that as an entrepreneur, and once you have a team around you in a bigger business. Is that those toughest problems? They're the ones that come up to you. Other people can solve the other ones, but it's the really tough, niggly ones that come up to you. So you have to be ready to solve them. It's really nice,、um, really nice take on it.、I、hadn't thought about it that way before, but it's so true.、Um, And you've talked a couple of times, Tara, about some of the challenges that you faced, and sometimes pretty tough ones. I mean, maybe could you tell me about one or two of the, you know, specific challenges that you have faced, and 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 how you coped with them? One of the challenges that we had, I think, three years ago. That's you know when we firstly see the the COVID nineteen pandemic started, right? It does. It I mean it did had a, a impact on all of us. I think you know supply chain issues, not being able to traveling overseas. I mean everything is hard. Was hard, but I think what was the most interesting was that how much we all changed together as a result of the the, the global pandemic. I remembered. Before the 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 COVID nineteen hit, we were so focused on ourselves and what we wanted to achieve as a business. But I think you know when we had the COVID nineteen hit, the team and myself, we were we were actually watching how how they were doing overseas,、uh, where you know all the healthcare workers, community workers, and frontline workers, they were out there and. I mean, risking themselves and and their families just to save people's lives, and you sort of feel very, very inspired and empowered that people are fearless, and they want to contribute in helping helping people to save lives and reducing the the spread of the virus. And I think that was a big turning point. That was a big turning point in terms of seeing the challenges and and figure out how we can overcome these challenges. I think our team started to think really differently since then. As a business, and we were trying to take more responsibilities, and meaning we we stop really thinking about ourselves, and we started to contributing. I I remember we planned, we initiated a social initiative, a community initiative called Thinking of You. So we are the first a few kind of not entities, I mean groups, trying to you know encourage people at that point of time say, hey, let's do something together. Let's show their recognitions. Let's let's show. The rewards for the frontline healthcare workers, 
and we we actually worked with twelve Kiwi export business and collected over two hundred fifty thousand worth of essentials and and made them to be essential care packs and send them over to the uh, front frontline healthcare workers at that point in time. So I think the challenges. Uh, really taught us a, a, a great lesson, which is as soon as you begin contributing, you actually understand the meaning of uh, being um, an empathetic human. And as soon as you started to think about others, you actually you actually gonna receive much more joyness than you ever thought. And that's how I believe a good business need to have a purpose, and the purpose will really get you through all those challenges, no matter what great example and a great example of how you know you managed to from a you know obviously COVID's been a massive challenge for almost every business but how you used it as an opportunity also to strengthen your purpose and really get clear on on why you're here and and how you can contribute as well which is um which is really interesting to hear Tara, I was wondering, the title for this podcast is The Female Career. Have there been any challenges or obstacles that you've faced as a woman in your career? I think as a female, the biggest challenge is how do you manage your time while you want to achieve so much? I think I'm still trying to find a better way to manage my expectations about my career, about the business I wanted to grow and about my personal life, being a wife, being a daughter, and being a mom. I think probably now I'm brave enough to tell myself, you don't have to do 100% on everything. And it is okay for your kid to eat McDonald's for three days. It is okay if she needs you and you can't be there, but you're lucky you can get your nanny to help her. I think because entrepreneurhood is, I mean, compared to a, a normal kind of life, it's it's not that pleasant. Actually, it means a lot more compromise and sacrifice about your own personal life. However, I think we, should, we really need to stay true to who we are, like what you want. And as long as you can figure out yourself and, and really stay true, I'm trying to get people on board to support you and to help you and get them to understand like who you want to be and and trust them they can they can appreciate that me and my husband we work together and there are some really challenging time for us we both think the other one should do more for the families we ha- we had some challenging times but i guess while we're going through those challenges we started to really understand more about ourselves and we started to really appreciate the other party who the other party wanted to be we're now old enough to understand support your partner is just like support yourself mm, and I think it's a great point about figuring out actually what is important to you and you know what does success look like for you and it, it will shift and change over the course of your career but I think you've picked up on a really interesting point Tara that I think for women who are ambitious who are really focused want to succeed in their careers their businesses and if you also have a family too that that can bring challenge or guilt sometimes about where you're spending your time and, and I love the point you made that you know you can't give a hundred percent to everything yeah. and that's okay as well but it's it honestly it's still something that I struggle with as well so <laughs> I um I appreciated you talking about it it's a good reminder for me too okay we've talked about some of the the tough times some of the things that you found harder as you look back on your career to date what have been your proudest moments 
I think one of the proudest moments that we recently achieved is that during our kids toothpaste get ranked the top, I think top three kids toothpaste here in China on Tmall. That means we have received a great recognitions from the Chinese customers, and as a as a Kiwi entrepreneurs, I feel very proud、um, that we can do that. And one other thing is we did a, a social campaign called Share a Grin back to 2018 when we firstly launched into New Zealand grocery channels. Where at that at that point in time we managed to donate fifty thousand eco friendly kids toothbrushes to Kiwi kids in need. We worked with a lot of you know great partners at that point in time, like including Eat My Lunch, including Foodstuffs, and so many. And、uh, we are going to replicate this soon this year in Australia and New Zealand market. We're going to launch it in, actually in two weeks' time. That's a really proud moment to be able to give back as well as you said. You know, for your business to get to that point in time,、mm-hmm. absolutely, it is. It is a major challenge here in New Zealand. There's you know, significant numbers of preschool children with tooth decay. So yeah. yeah As you said, you know, so sad that that is still happening, and and nice that you can perhaps do something to help overcome that as well. And you're still fairly early, Tara, in your business journey and your career journey. Where do you see your career heading in the future? <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a question I always get asked by people. My my ultimate goal is I want to set up a fund. Hopefully, when I'm when I'm forty. And I want to support a group of young female entrepreneurs who were trying to grow meaningful business, like i.e. the business with a purpose. I want to support those ladies to really realize their dream and to be able to inspire more young ladies can can go beyond. Absolutely, I'm sure with your passion and determination that you will make it there. One last question, if I may. You've already given along the way through our conversation lots of thoughts and advice as we've gone, but have you got any other career advice for women that you'd like to share? I think definitely believe in yourself, Anna. Like to make it short, believe in yourself, and that's that's the thing I keep telling myself: fake it until you make it. So you have to believe in yourself that you can you can do it, and please don't give up before you actually make it happening. You will make it happening if you truly believe you can. And yeah, just try hard. As a female, be honest, that is something I I've really learned that because we're so we have so good compassion for people, we can easily find excuse for people. And meantime, we also keep finding excuses for ourselves because I'm I'm a lady. That's why I'm I'm what I'm I'm a human being, right? I I can make things happen if I want to. So please don't think about there's anything that you cannot do because of your gender. That's one thing. Second thing is stay focused is very very important. Just because. We we care so many people around us, our families, our colleagues, our friends. We can easily lose our focus in terms of how we spend our day and how we plan plan our time. I guess it's really down to, you know, prioritize your thing. And if you're really driven at work, you just need to make sure you can stay focused at the right thing. That's my second advice. 
my third advice is probably get people to help you more, not just only about your life, also about your career. Please don't feel shy to ask. Like help yourself to help others to help you. Find people to chat at the event or talk to your boss, talk to your colleagues. Yeah, I mean, ask for help and and get them to give you advice. Don't feel that you will be judged. It doesn't really matter if people judge you. It doesn't really matter because you just want to get things done and you wanted to achieve better results. That's that's it. That's the only thing you care. So, I guess. That's my three advice. Yeah, three great pieces of advice around the you know believing in yourself and staying focused, and then that last one I think is a great one about asking for help. You know, none of us are superwoman; we can't do it all by ourselves. We've got to look around us and see and find others who can help us along the way. Uh, so wonderful, wonderful pieces of advice, Tara. It has been such a pleasure to speak to you today to hear more about Grin, your business, some of the tough times, the challenges that maybe you've faced along the way and also that strong sense of purpose that has developed more and more as you've been running your business. So thank you so much for taking the time to speak today. Thank you, Anna. Really appreciate your time too and really enjoy our conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Female Career Podcast. And I really hope that this story has inspired you in your own career journey. A big thank you again to NZTE for their support to bring to life this story of a woman going global. If you'd like to find out more about NZTE and the support they offer to help Kiwi companies grow internationally, then search online for NZTE Women in Export. And if you'd like to find out more about the leadership and career coaching that we offer at The Female Career, or if you'd like to book in a free introductory coaching session, send us an email, hello at thefemalecareer.com. Ka kite.